A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Delve into the visceral world of hip hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. One, two, clean. Cheers. Cheers. Okay. That's literally my line. Who says clink out loud? Cheers, girls. One, two, three, clink. Or one, two, clink. One, two, three, cheers. Welcome to Crying in Public. Alrighty, alrighty, today, yay. Sorry. <laughs> I can't wait to go to sleep, listen to fireworks, thinking they're gunshots. In Jacksonville, you lucky couldn't tell. You, you just wouldn't know. Jacksonville is a wild card in general. Speaking of 4th of July and fireworks, it is, we're filming this on the day before the 4th of July. Um, and we're really excited. And sorry, I, what I was going, I just totally lost my train of thought. I am in Ocean City, New Jersey. And where are you, Sydney? I am in New York, New York, United States of America. Yay, East Coast. Okay. <laughs> um, we. Have... Oh, sorry, what were you going to say? No, I was literally just going to just make something up. You go. <laughs> I have such a hot take about 4th of July. I feel like it's a very white person holiday. Um, like... That's not a hot take, baby. <laughs> like, I really don't understand. Not, not even because, like, the history of it, just because, like, I cannot remember one 4th of July I had that was like festive unless I was with white people because black people are like wake up and they're like you want a hot dog and we're like yeah and then we'll have a hot dog and then the rest you go by the rest of your day you know but I feel like in Jacksonville because all my friends were white they have like parties and like red white blue green drinks and food and cupcakes and snacks and bracelets and necklaces and decorations in the house and I was like okay we get it freedom but like I don't know. 
I'm going to tell you what, there is no holiday on this God green earth that is more litty bop for like those white suburban families than 4th of July. Like you walk into a white suburbia house, a very like desperate housewives moment. There will be like a red, white and blue f- fruit platter and a red, white and blue cake. Like whose birthday is it? America's no. Um strawberries on it and the sweet shape of the flag yes and there'll be like pool parties and kids running amok and like beaded necklaces and pinatas and like it's literally the best day to be a white suburban family on the fourth of july because it's so lit and don't even get me started of like the tony soprano style cookouts like that's all it is and we had like black cookouts but like it wasn't because fourth of july just because everyone just happened to be there and get the day off but it's like um you know, like Old Navy and Walmart makes those t-shirts that are like, it's freaking freedom day. Freaking get off your freaking couch and freaking scream it. And it has like sparkles over the t-shirt. I hated being in Florida because every single kid had those shirts. And <laughs> they all planned together at the same time. At least it's like, it's still fireworks and stuff, but like, I feel like it's just regular in New York. Except for no one's fucking here because everyone's fucking Hamptons or back home. Uh, is but- it a little like obviously more... Yeah, like subtle there or less congested well it's hella congested like like the night of the fireworks like I went last year and it was insane I think just because of COVID it's like the first holiday we're gonna have where it's like low-key kind of maskless slash things are opening up still so I feel like everyone I know is in the Hamptons or back home or like on a trip or something right now like I'm not even celebrating tomorrow I'm gonna get my ass up and watch Netflix <laughs> Uh, Sydney and I and our friend Chance were just in Montauk. Like, if you listen to our last full episode, we gave a little recap on, like, how the trip went. We were just there for a few days, but it's really ironic how we left. And then I'm seeing on everybody's little Instagram stories and Snapchat stories that Montauk is hell. Like, I saw this one girl. She paid, like, $800 for her hotel room per night. And it was raining all weekend. The lines were four hours long. And she was just, like, in her bedroom not doing anything. And I was like we won like it was sunny every day we went it's crazy yeah everyone's like why are you going on like a sunday and i was like for this exact reason also we yeah. didn't pretend and say for that exact reason. yeah also because we had to but because we're smart is why they gave me work off yesterday too it's like some people have the whole week off from work i know like a lot of people have the entire week off but my boyfriend doesn't even have off monday for like his classes and it's a national school-wide holiday for like summer classes maybe because like this was well, only not that really that many holidays in summer yeah but um it's weird because since when was that a thing like I feel like no one's ever gotten the whole week off because of fourth of July I agree like I've never heard of that until this summer and I think everybody's literally just itching to go places and go out and like be crazy like I have Monday off that shit better be paid because y'all be getting <laughs> holidays and they don't pay me for them so I'm kind of like I'd rather be working (laughs) oh you kill me you kill me um yeah but I want to talk to you about my fourth of July yes because right now I'm at my boyfriend's shore house in Ocean City New Jersey like I mentioned before and today we went to like and I love his family like I don't I don't want to say like we're close because we just we've hung out all together like maybe four or five times but like uh, they're really, really nice people. And I just like adore them. So we went to this crab shack. Like, I don't know. No, it's a clam, clam house, Cl- clam bar. Said the word clam. Ugh. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. I'm so sorry. No guys, Sydney's not feeling too hot. She had like bad clam chowder earlier, but anyway, 
it was this amazing seafood place and we went and we got like this whole spread and we ate on a surfboard let me know how that makes sense but it was cute and fun and funky and fresh and we did that and I we were gonna play oh we watched the sunset tonight it was really really pretty looked like cotton candy and tomorrow uh my boyfriend's dad is cooking some steak some steak on the grill and that is my fourth of July and then we're spending the entire day tomorrow at the beach oh ooh, girl if you do not if you do not literally I don't even mean lather I mean literally waterboard yourself with sunscreen I'm going to yell at you when you get back. Guys, Sarah literally looks right now like a literal tomato. Like not even... <laughs> she is wearing white and blue right now. Literally. literally. I'm literally wearing a white shirt and I'm red and my eyes are blue. <laughs> I'm scared though because when you left, I don't remember you looking that red. And now I'm on Zoom quality. And I, it's like shiny. <laughs> oh yeah. Sydney graciously, graciously agreed to do this episode uh like virtual or like what is it like apart virtually today because I'm here so that was really nice of her but let me know how on the shitty ass camera I look redder than I did when she last saw me yeah I, no 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 like over mod talk when I had the sunburn like on the train ride back I was like Sydney five star me and she going okay <laughs> like slap the shit out of me it would never make the five though it was really sad yeah I don't think it was like in my skin enough the sunburn <laughs> like you yeah. I have some time to marinate. Yeah. It well, it's fucking marinated. I'm literally peeling my skin off, like my arms peeling off. See, that's why I'm so glad to be black. Like I usually am, but it's in times of extra sun that I'm glad I have the extra protection. Sydney posted um, an Instagram picture today, which if you're not following her, go follow her. And it, the caption was, I'm so glad I'm like not a white person. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, okay. I was saying that. I was like, oh my God, sunburn. Okay, guys. So um it's summer. It's hot girl summertime, which is like great for women. It also means the men are out on the prowl, especially the creepy men. So Sarah and I were discussing earlier the amount of creepy DMs we get like on our personal accounts from just random men. And I don't know if there's something in the air right now or in the water, but I've gotten a wave of random old men, old men. I'm sure you guys being like, hi. Or these accounts with like no profile picture that follow like 5,000 people and they comment on all of my pictures and <laughs> like random messages that are really, really creepy. And I'm like, is there like a surge right now? Or is, am I just like getting a taste of what normal people feel when they're attracted? And this is hilarious because literally like I love the, especially the like the hay and then I'm like, okay. And I go on their profile to see like if it's someone I know and they'll have 15 followers. Their profile picture will be macaroni and cheese in a private account. And I'm like, hey, do you too? Like, you know, I like, why did you just say that? Like, what did you expect me to say? Like, hey, bestie, like, I don't understand what the response you want is. The difference in ours that was funny because like your people will be like actually somewhat attractive to some people, guys who have like clever opening lines that they're not really good, but they're clever for men. It will be like, hey, you look like someone I want to take on a date. Mine is like, hey, big head. And it's like <laughs> a year old man with no profile picture. And I'm like, I asked for this, but I didn't ask for this specifically, you know? Wait, say the one if you feel like it. Cause I think it's really- <laughs> Oh my gosh. This one guy who I have physically blocked like 10 times. <laughs> I- no way. <laughs> you blocked him before? Mr. Medium DM'd him and like screamed at him because he kept making accounts 
And that's what he, he doesn't care about shit. But he DM'd me. He followed me again yesterday. And I was like, we're not doing this again. This is not happening. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I, you're so, I, my Negro, I want you to be my slave. And I was like, all right, back up. <laughs> like, oh, you look sure. cute with my pictures. That was a little bit for me because it made me like my street head went up. But we started doing all of that on my pictures. But my mom, my grandma, my dad called me in this account. Like, you're, you're crossing the line. And then he DM'd me again. He was like, slave. And I was like, okay. Like, where you, like do some adjectives. I don't know. Like, I'm supposed to do with that. So I brought him again. But he's back, besties. So I don't know what to do. You know? His name is Dale. Dale? Fuck you, Dale. What the fuck kind of name is Dale? I'm sorry. I was like, oh my God, Dale. Dale. No, Dale. I'm sorry. If you're, if you're listening to this and your name is Dale, probably not, but like, I don't mean it towards you. I mean it. If like you're a creepy man and your name is Dale, fuck you. (laughs) You keep making fake accounts. It's weird. But one thing though, that's interesting is because like when we're out, I feel like I'm always like extra acute as like guys behavior especially when it comes to like hitting on people especially with like with Sarah which is the funniest thing with us is that like when we go out guys will literally google at her and she does not notice like they will fall on their faces in front of her fall off their bikes punch themselves in the face for her attention and she just will not notice and I'm like (laughs) aware of what's going on around them I can't imagine walking down the street and not noticing people like staring at me you just will not notice at all I'm like oh okay I don't know how you do that. Maybe you know, I have a really funny story and it's when uh, we were at Montauk and this guy was like heavily, like oogly, ogly, googly eyed eyes on the floor, like putting his hand on her back, flirting with Sydney. And mm-hmm. I was like, Sydney, Sydney, like ask him to go out with us tonight. And then he came back and was like, what are you guys doing tonight? And I was like, now's your chance. And she was like, nothing. Was like, No. Because, bruh, I was sitting down. We were the same height. Given it was a high chair, but I was like, he he's cute, but he's also the same height as me, and I'm literally 5'2". But I didn't think he was flirting. I, don't I know. really think he was flirting. Like, a chance thinks so, too. Mm, you mm. Mm. Usually, mm. it's like a with desperation, like along with the words. I wasn't getting that from him. I don't know. That's really funny. But no, no, no. Like sometimes I swear. Wait. Oh my God. Raw. Remember when we were in Chinatown the other day and this guy was like on his bike and he was with his three other friends and we were literally just crossing the street, minding our business. Can you tell that story? Yes. I, there is two instances. Okay. So Sarah and I got our crying in public neon sign made for our wall, which we've been waiting for, for like two months. We finally got it. So we have our YouTube set up now, except for I put it on the wall. But okay, Sarah tried to help me put the holes in the wall, and we just have like eighteen holes in the wall right now. <laughs> I don't have to put it up. Well, but, that's what happens when people ask me to help. Like, I just can't do it. That's why I never help. And people think I'm being lazy, and I'm like, no, it'd be worse if I helped. Yeah, I, I don't know how that physically happened. He like lined everything up, but whatever. It's cool. <laughs> um, we're going to Chinatown to pick up the sign, which is literally like a fifty-two minute walk. Sorry about that. And um, these guys are sitting outside the store, and Sarah and I are really walking by. And they're like, yes, 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 yes. Like a cacophony of yes is like a fucking thing of pigeons. And I kind of stretched them because they didn't have any creativity. There wasn't any like, hey, mommy, or like, you look cute. Just yes. 
And I was like, you know what? Yes. Like, yes to me too. You know, one of them was actually like, it sounded like he was coming in his pants. He was like, yes, yes, yes. And I was like, ew, please. I was like, what are you doing? So then we Ubered home because we got scared. Yeah. It was really funny. And oh, this one time, this one time, like, uh, a year and a half, like pre COVID, it was literally like the weekend before COVID. I'll never forget. We were going out and I forget who I was with. I don't know if it was with you or with other people. I have no idea. But like, I remember I got stopped in the street, like it just grabbed and I was with my friends. So they were all like, what the fuck into this guy? And he just started dancing with me, like waltzing with me. And I was like, bruh, like, is this your idea of an opening line? I thought you were going to kidnap me. I'm so I got so really mad at the guy and I almost slapped him. I actually did slap someone in public at a nightclub. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile... The ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here... We have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. 
I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I think I'm just hallucinating right now. Okay. Are you, how do you feel? Um, nauseous. Oh. What I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I throw up or I'm just going to go to bed. That's not a very good either or situation, I don't think. You know, it's vibes. It's truly vibes. I need to stop saying that. Whenever I don't know what to say, I just say vibes. I was saying how the guy was dancing with me and it was muy awkward. And then, oh yeah, I said I was thought about slapping him, but I didn't. Like in the moment when he grabbed me, I was like, you're a kidnapper. So I thought about slapping him then, but then obviously I knew he was just like some asshole. But I was in a nightclub and this guy one time, like this was literally freshman year of college when I was at like a nightclub I definitely shouldn't have been at. And this guy like grabbed my ass like randomly. And my friend just the previous weekend had told me how she got roofied at Gold Bar. You know that club? Mm -mm. Um, I think it's like, I don't know where it is in the city. I don't even know if it's still open or if COVID closed it, but like she was telling me how she just got roofied and like she has no idea how and blah, blah, blah. But like she remembers this guy getting a little too close to her and like it was weird and she was like throwing up the whole night. So she had just told me that really, really crazy story and it was really frightening. And then this guy at some nightclub grabs my ass and I'm I turn around and I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, like hey, blah, blah. and he's like talking to me and I, I just like backhand him and I felt like a badass. It's like on my bucket list to backhand the shit out of someone. Like I, I wouldn't, I don't want to have like a little like little like tap tap. I want to full on bitch slap someone and hear <laughs> it ringing. Like it's just on my. It's on, I feel like it's a moment everyone needs to have. Yes, you know? it is a moment. And you know what else? Uh, throwing the drink in someone's face. Yes, as <laughs> your face. Fireworks! Also, I just heard fireworks. So I like oh. I haven't heard any yet, surprisingly. I guess because they're like not legal here. I don't know. But um Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because I never understand like what guys think is gonna happen. Like when they cat call you on the street or like grab your ass in a club or like call you out their car window and they're like, Hey mommy, you think I'm gonna get in your car? Like what do you think I'm gonna do? Get in your car, say, come on, let's go. Like I don't <laughs> understand like what they think is gonna come from that. I, I just will never understand. Yeah. And you know what else? I don't understand when people rev their cars really loudly, like their motorcycles, like they see me on the street, like some guy on a motorcycle. This was like recent. This was like last week. He, like saw me on a motorcycle. Like he was just like on a motorcycle at a red light. He saw me walking down the street and I'm we like make eye contact briefly and I like quickly look away because I'm like, you look freaky. And then he like revs his motorcycle. Like he like talks shit for a second, revs his motorcycle and then goes like, and, like revs away. And I'm like, do you want me to drop my panties? Like I don't understand. I don't I would have been like, hey, you want to race? Oh. Thank you. 
guys like i love our new apartment but something about second ave needs to shut the fuck up like i don't know why you feel it needs to be honking your horn all damn day i don't know i don't think of it shut up shut up isn't that a song shut up just shut, shut up. up shut up shut up yeah, yeah. where's it called beep 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 never mind wait what <laughs> i was like what if it's actually wait beep? two two beep beep that one the one we saw at gloss lab the one that we heard at gloss lab okay i've never heard the song before in my life and you're like it's two two beep beep and i was like <laughs> what no, no, that wasn't why you got freaked out. You got freaked out because I named the exact scene in the exact Sex in the City episode that it was in. Is that why? Yeah, I can't remember a single episode of Sex in the City and I watched it like last month. I don't know how you do that. Oh, yeah. What a great I sent. I saw this TikTok today about like uh, we're getting off topic. We'll circle back in a second. But I saw this TikTok today and I sent it to Sydney immediately. It was like a part of growing up is realizing dot 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 music playing the beat drops and then the next slide is like that carrie bradshaw is completely insufferable yeah well i thought that when i was watching it then it sucks because i'm literally carrie so i'm kind of like damn it i feel like i'm carrie and a little bit miranda and a little bit charlotte yeah i'm everyone but sam i feel like you know what the only like i think you don't have carrie's like personality qualities you have carries like situational qualities like I have her choice in men yeah but also kind of like you you're a writer and carrie's a writer and she's also really smart and you're also really smart and i checked my instagram dms and some guy literally called the grim underscore reaper texted me hi two times and i was like uh-uh fuck this shit i'm not dying to-. like isn't that so weird i'm like stop they'd be like hey 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 hi like what do you want like do you yeah. need something literally like can oh, i hey, help you this one guy was like knock knock and i was like what i couldn't tell if he meant like literally a joke or like this is a door you know i didn't like that feeling i didn't fuck yeah with it. you like couldn't tell and it, it was freaking you out like both i don't know which was worse like you're a grown man you're saying knock knock jokes but also like going back to like hitting on getting hit on in public um I feel like there is no way to do it or like nothing you can say that makes it less creepy unless you're like early sexy man like a coffee shop like there's something you can say to me that's not gonna creep me the fuck out for like on the street and you're like hi i like your face like there's nothing you can say that makes that any less uncomfortable you know yeah you know what i hate i do want to go off on a little like man eater rage right now mm-hmm. and it's like i hate when men i hate when men like hate on you or like rage at you for being rude when it's like listen you're a grown scary man and i'm a very small little woman and you're coming up to me in this day and age on the street and what is why'd you do that my nails haven't shaved yet oh mine either Purr. they look so pretty i was just about to comment on them and i was like wait we just got them done again. um yeah how do you yeah. do that in this economy like, yeah and i'm like but then they get mad at you and Cindy, you know this firsthand because this literally just happened to you. They get yeah. mad. They're like, what? Because because sometimes they're like too aggressive and you're like, stop. And then you have to be a little assertive. Like the first time you're like, oh, no, thank you. Like, no, no, no. And then the second time they're like, no, but you know what? And I'm like, no, I, I said no. And I get a little rude. Yeah. And they're like, you can be nice. Like, just turn me down nice. And I'm like, fuck that shit. I don't owe you anything. Are you you're a stranger? And the story you're referring to, I literally was like, no, thank you. And he wouldn't fucking let up. And I was like, get out my fucking face. I don't fucking know you. And he's like, I didn't say anything either. I kind of just like walked away. And he was like, you don't have to be rude to me. And I was like, I don't owe you anything. Literally anything. And then he like closed Sarah in a door. So. Oh, yeah. Cool. He closed my elbow in a door. It was 
nice and pretty. <laughs> it really hurt. It was on my sunburn too. I was like, thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah. um, the weird thing is, is <laughs> <laughs> I have never in my economy in this lifetime. Wait, in your economy? I have never in this lifetime or in this economy like been comfortable or like <laughs> thought about like a guy approaching me on the street and me being okay with it. But like, look at these shows from like the early 2000s, late 90s, like Sex in the City, Desperate Housewives, um, One Tree Hill. They meet like all of their partners in the middle of the street or like at a bar. Like they'll drop a coin, he'll pick it up and then they get married. And I'm like, was that always a normal thing? Is it just like a TV thing? Because I feel like if that ever happened to me, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my face. I don't know who the fuck you are. You know, I feel uncomfortable by it. But is that like a, a new thing or like, are we just like less trustful now? Or like we rely more on like social media to like meet people? Or is that just like never a thing ever? I think know? a lot of it has to do with social media for several reasons. One, it's made us more antisocial. And then for women, especially, I think the reason why we're creeped out, if like even a really like quote unquote cute guy, like is like trying to talk to us at a store or something. Like, I think women are a lot less trustworthy of even that, of even like having that moment connection in real time because of what social media is exposing to us about like horrific stories about like men creeping on women like i think we have more access to these stories going wrong that we're less like we're more hesitant to engage i was like when you say anti anti like you said anti-fluencer you said rihanna's album was called anti arrow okay you know like the pretzel place with the bomb ass pretzels yeah annie ann's why is she looking at me like that? I'm disgusted. Eric agrees with me. He said Annie Ann's. Ew. What in the P state? Auntie Annie's. <laughs> Auntie, Auntie Annie Ann's. It's Annie Auntie Ann's. Annie's. And like the T, you don't even miss like Annie Ann's. Let's go, go to Annie Ann's. <laughs> it's Annie Ann's. It's literally Auntie. No, Auntie Annie's. Annie Annie. Annie Ann's. It's not Auntie, Auntie Annie's. Annie's. It's Auntie, Annie Ann's. Auntie Annie's. Okay, if oh you actually God. listen to this this episode in this far, please let us know how you say it because I have never heard anyone not say Auntie Annie's. Yeah, guys, DM us because we are clearly at a crossroads. And Eric never agrees with me, so you know when he does, it is. Y'all pronounce everything weird though. Family, Fa- family. I. What what else do I pronounce weird? I just said something the other day, and Pony was Anti. like, "The fuck." You say Annie. Oh, you said one other thing this week. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I can't remember, though. I'll start making a list. Yeah, you need to start keeping a tally. Oh, my God, you guys. This one time, Sydney kept a tally of how many times in, like, an hour I said, like, and this was right when I started listening to My Favorite Murder because their thing is, like, give a, and we say it in a lot of our episodes, and I'm not afraid to no we. straight up coffee off, the copy off of them. But, like, no Sydney- we. Sarah, no French, no we. Sarah says goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> no we here. Give a, like, literally all of the time I say it. So he tallied it up, and I think it was, what, like, 57 times in an hour? Yes, because the thing is, so Sarah has awful hearing. Like, <laughs> she just doesn't hear anything. Like, I will have a full conversation with her, and she will not hear a word that I said. And so I realized that her tell... When she got nervous and she couldn't tell if people, if she like heard the whole conversation, she was going, oh my God, goodbye. <laughs> I'd be like, Sarah, should I have carrots or potatoes? And she'd be like, mm-hmm, goodbye. And I'm like, okay, so you didn't listen to what I just said. And then it came to the point where I counted 50 times in one day. I was like, girl, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it became her tell. It became her tell. Now she just blankly stares. 
That one is also funny, but just blank stares for like 10 minutes and she goes, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? It's my biggest fault because when people ask me to repeat stuff a lot, I get annoyed. So I know that like, like I know uh, uh, Pony and I, when we first started dating, like I, 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 he wasn't used to my heart of hearing yet. So he like got so mad at me one time. He was like, I said nothing. I was like, oh shit, this is a problem. And it's true. Like I understand that it's annoying. Like it's my fatal flaw. Cause it's so annoying that I can't hear people to me even. It's just funny though. Cause like even on the train, we were sitting next to each other. <laughs> and I was like, Sarah, can you pass the chips? And you just looked at me like blankly. And I was like, do we have a problem? And you were like, uh, can you repeat that? I really didn't hear you. I was like, what? Do we have a problem? Well, I thought you tried to fight me. I was like, why are you looking at me like that? And she was just like, I can't hear you. But it's, it's best at restaurants though, because they will literally be like, do you want some water? And she was like, the food is great. I'll actually um, order dessert now if you can. And they're like, what? But it's definitely, it's definitely her funniest, her funniest uh, trait. Oh, my tummy hurts. That was really funny. That made me laugh really hard. It's true. There was this one time we were at some fancy ass gourmet restaurant. It's called Narai. It's a fish like Greek inspired restaurant. And we're there and the waiter came up to us or the bus boy, like probably not even our waiter. And he was like, can I clearly literally <laughs> said, can I clear the plates? And Sarah was like, I ordered um, the duck and the lobster pasta. I'm very excited for it. I heard a lot of good things about it. And yeah, like, do you know, like, is it coming out soon? And he's like, what? And I was like, oh, okay. I started talking because, like, I literally didn't hear anything. Alrighty, guys. I keep saying, oh, that's my new thing, not alrighty. I don't know why I keep saying that. I, I text alrighty a lot. It's cute. It's endearing. Let's, let's, we, need, we need to invent a greeting that, like, no one's ever used before. Like, like peaches. <laughs> Suburbanites. Suburban. Um, <laughs> brunch. Like, um, like, wait, we need, a, we need like a word that like doesn't mean bye, but it's going to mean bye now. We you should try to. Like, hi now. Yeah. We need like something like that, but it's like less annoying. In our intro, we should try to do like, because it's funny. We did it one time and it made my tummy hurt. I was laughing so hard. We were like, hello, hello, hello. Like we try to do the oh, harmony thing. The we harmonies. Wait, remember we had like a catchphrase and did it for the first two episodes and never <laughs> did it again. Oh, well, let's do it right now. Um, okay. Do you want to say it or should I say it? You say it. I'll say the second part. Okay. Shit happens. Might as well cry about it. <laughs> okay, people. Okay. Ladies and ladies. Yes and maybe a few gentlemen please go follow our instagram tiktok and oh youtube at crying in public podcast and also go listen to us on spotify yeah i said tiktok i thought you you say instagram i shall start over (laughs) i love a rat right now i'm so sorry all right ladies and ladies and gentlemen maybe a few uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and also iHeart. You can follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Crying in Public Podcast. We love you so much, and we're so grateful for you. And yeah, goodbye. Yeah, bye. Goodbye. Wait. Goodbye. Goodbye. Wait, let's try it. Goodbye. goodbye. Oh wait, you didn't go. Okay, we tried to harmonize. Where is your face? Oh, we tried to harmonize one time and Sarah like wouldn't go to the next part. And she, we literally were like, when, when was that? Was that the restaurant? Never what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was, no, that was on recording. Oh, that was last. I sworn it was in Montauk and you were like, let's harmonize. <laughs>
you know, it, was in the, it was in the hotel room. I was like, hello. You're like, hello. But then you want to go to the next hello. And I'm like, girl, go. And I think like, it was, I think we did it twice. I think we did it once during the episode and then Chance wanted to hear. So we tried to do it again. And it was like, go. Yeah, and you're like, match my pitch. And I was like, girl, I don't know what a pitch is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Bye. Bye. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event. So give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view. An endless field of wildflowers. Or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save. With a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. Every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.